All right, I'm going to do something different. Uh, I'm going to record a podcast at the same time as I'm doing a video. That's the reason I'm holding my phone. Uh, and, and this is because I haven't, haven't done a podcast in a while. And so I'm going to give this a shot. We'll see how this goes. Uh, and, and it's because uh, we've got the podcast now linked to the site. And uh, we'll, just, we'll just see. We'll see if this comes up on the site. And again, that's THGYT.com. I am horrible at self-promotion. I do apologize for that. Not sure who I'm apologizing to because self-promoting is kind of hurt. So this is one of those just, you know, not news, not hockey related. Well, I mean, it is, but kind of not. So uh, the previews and reviews lately. Uh, now, the previews, of course, really aren't a factor. Now they're they're thrown into the news of the day and they're going to stay there because there's only the one game anytime a game's on. And it's not going to be a separate video because that doesn't really make any sense. Uh, the re- reviews themselves, you know, it's funny. When this channel first started out, I didn't do it. I didn't do reviews. I, I would do, like, a recap at the end of any any playoff night where there was, like, four games. And I'd be like, yeah, so this happened, and yeah, that's done. And over the years, it's changed. So the idea that, you know, I would have boards that are dedicated to individual series. Two years ago, I would have told you that's ridiculous. I said, that's, that's, there's no way. Especially, like, first round. I'm not doing No, that's 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 ridiculous. No, I'll just I'll just do like a, a a board where I'm just writing the scores. I'm writing notes. I'm not writing notes. So the the notes came along as as time went on and and it's evolved. And I I try to throw um, stuff that and, and there's a reason that I throw in stuff that's bothering me because I know it's bothering other people too. I know it is, and it's one of those things where I will you know during a game I'll I'll talk to my wife or or maybe I'm talking on 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 Twitter or on Facebook. And other people are like, yeah, you know, that's ticking me off during the game, too. I'm like, yeah, all right. And I'm throwing that in the review. Uh, or something funny that happens. And, of course, last night, you know, uh, Varlamov slides out and, 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 you know, dives at his teammates. Your first thought with that is, please don't let anybody step on him or don't let him fall. Don't let anybody fall over top of him or anything like that. But, you know, and it, it's this great moment. And there's these great moments. And when I do the reviews, I'm aware that, you know, I can't show highlights. We, we saw what happened when you could see the screen and God, no. So I, I can't. So I have to do with the reviews stuff that you're, you're not going to see. You're not going to hear, um, I think somewhere else. And so to me, it has to be my take and it has to be legit. It has to be organic. Um, and, and it's, it's one of those things. So last night's game, for instance, was, it was a long game and, and the first overtime, if you were really entertained by the first overtime, you're you're a fan of the Islanders or the Bolts because I think I think where where the disconnect comes in is that if you're not a fan of those teams and you don't have an emotional investment, it's hard watch. It's a hard watch, and this is where the the New Jersey fans and I have had this ongoing debate about whether or not the mid-90s New Jersey Devils were exciting to watch or not. Because fans of the New Jersey Devils that watch those mid-90s will say, oh, no, that, that was so much fun. They were so smart, and they played so well. And my, my response is just, God, it was so boring. And I remember the Stanley Cup final against Detroit, and I was like, this is the most boring hockey I've ever watched, that I legit passed out watching Detroit and New Jersey in the Stanley Cup finals. I legit passed out more than once. I, I could not lay on the couch and watch a hockey game for the first time in my life. And that's where, you know, I'm in my early 20s at that point. So it's not like not like now where I know I can't lay down. There's a reason there's no couch in this room. Uh, I'd pass out and be like, okay, so here's the review for tonight. And there's nothing. I'd be like, so sorry, guys, I passed out. But 
you know, I, I have to, when I, when I do the reviews, I'm aware I have to do something that you're, you're not going to see or hear elsewhere. And, and so I add in those notes, I add in those personal touches and it's changed. I know in the beginning reviews would take like a minute a game and then it became three minutes a game and, and then it became longer. And, and especially during the playoffs from like, okay, well, I've got to get at least five minutes out of each game, five minutes to talk about each game. And now it's, if it's not 10 minutes for each game, then I'm doing something wrong. If, un, unless, unless it's a three period game where really nothing happened and there wasn't any scoring, there has to be more than nine minutes. Like for instance, last night, double overtime and it's a 14 minute review. It's five periods of hockey. So yeah, there wasn't that many notes. There really wasn't that much going on in that game. And I was trying to take notes on whatever I could. So um, in the finals, it's going to be the same. It's going to be the long board uh, which now I'm using one side for the games and the other side I'm using for news of the day, which allows me to get other boards out of this room while we try to figure out exactly how we're going to redo this, this background. Um, I, I got this fantastic Bo Horvat picture that has to go up on the wall. It's not going in the Canucks corner. It's going on the main board on the, on the main set here, but we're going to have to change things around. So, yeah. Um, I also wanted to talk about how meetups have affected the channels. There's times where, um, I, 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 I find myself meeting people in real life and realizing certain things and, and realizing, uh, and, and this, this is connected to the daily as a necessity in that when you meet people in, in real life who are listening to your product and they tell you, here's what I like, here's what, here's what's great. Here's what's not great. And, and they give you all this honest feedback. And, and one of the main things is uh, you're part of my daily routine. Your videos are part of my daily routine. I listen to and, and, and watch you every day. You know, maybe I'm doing something around the house and I've just got the audio on and, you know, the video's playing, but I'm off doing something else around the house and I'm just listening to you. Um, you know, that's important. So I'm like, all right, so daily is, is, is required. So when I see people saying, hey, you should take some time off. You're just cranky. No, nah, really not. Um, if, if I was cantankerous and cranky, um, my marriage probably wouldn't be as, as, as fun as it is, but it is. And, and that, that has definitely softened things. Anytime I see people talking about me being cranky now, I'm like, man, if they'd seen me before Yvonne, uh, oh, that was, that was one cranky, miserable, lonely individual. Uh, and, and with, with meetups, it's, it's shown me like how, how big the community is. So, for instance, when we've gone to Vegas, when we went to Anaheim in January before the world shut down and meetups we've had around here again before the world shut down. And and I know that, you know, eventually we'll have meetups all around North America and hopefully in Europe as well. And and it's it's really it's been a humbling experience. And when you see the numbers, I, I, I don't really pay much attention to how many people that actually is. When you look at the subscriber numbers and you look at view counts and all that, I, I try not to think about it. And, and when I, when I'm followed by somebody that I know who they are, uh, I like, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about like just, you know, friends from high school, like somebody that I've, I've watched on TV or a hockey player or something like that. It's really weird. I remember, um, I, I used to, I used to go to Vaughn and go, this guy who played hockey he follows me now on Instagram. It's so weird. And this guy, I remember him from the NHL and these weren't like big star players or anything, but these were players that I, I recognized their name. I'm like, holy crap, that's really cool. So again, that's all really humbling when I met Mo LeMay in, in Chilliwack and he knew who I was and he wanted a picture with me. That was weird. Uh, cause Mo LeMay to me was a guy who played for the Canucks and the Bruins. So that was pretty cool. 
And he had played when I was a kid, and I had hockey cards of him. And I still have hockey cards of Mola May. So that was that was bizarre that he came to me. It wasn't the other way around. Um, I've had people mention before, and it's something I've looked at is the idea of theme music and an intro. Um, I had, I had looked into it at one point. It just, it fell through. I, I never found out why, but it, it fell through. Uh, and, and so I, I really haven't bothered with it. Um, I mean, I've, I've toyed with the idea of, of, Hey, you know, Shannon, if you ask Michael Bublé just to do like a few bars, just some kind of a humming or something just for an intro, but I, I don't think that it's necessary. And then I've seen instances too, where people will put their own music their own music on YouTube and the, the copyright thing that the, 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 the detects copyright music, it's a bot. It's automated and it automated, it, it detects that your music isn't yours. You don't own the copyright to it. So yeah, the music gets pulled from your video, even though it's your own. It's, it's fascinating to find out people don't own their own stuff. And so to me, there, there's some hassle with that. And I, I haven't really bothered with it. It's the same. It's like the whole the, the green screen thing. You know, you should show this and show that. And I I just I've always gone low tech. And from what I from what I've seen now over the last I'll say three or four weeks, when it comes to dealing with the National Hockey League and doing hockey videos like this, going low tech is the smartest decision I made. Absolutely the smartest decision decision I made. If I had done green screens, I guarantee. I would have had images from games, not not the video, but images from games like, oh, look at this high stick here, look at this. And at some point, the NHL would have said, and you can't do that. And then, you know, we would have ended up in some major trouble where it would have been a ton of videos. So I'm I'm quite happy with the low-tech approach, which means that I can stand here, hold my phone, and, and record with my phone and know that people aren't missing anything other than this 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 visage of whatever this is. Um, and that may just be a benefit. You mean I can listen to him and not see him? That's fantastic. That, that, that story of a guy walking around while listening to him, I wouldn't have to see him anymore. This is great. Um, I, I know women have taken that, that tack with me for decades. Been really popular not seeing me. Um, uh, anyway, when I was, when I was single years back, I figured that was, that was it. I've probably done. Uh, but yeah, um, the, the one thing, too, I want to say, and I've, I've talked about this before, so we'll touch on it here, is that I, I don't intend to get into anything else. I've seen people say, oh, if he could get on Sportsnet, if he could... If he could. No. Um, the, my day now is mine, and, and I, can, I can work however many hours I want, do whatever videos I want, talk about whatever I want, whenever I want. And so if, if I want to do six or seven videos in a day, I can do that. If I want to do two, I can do two. If, if I wanted a day off, I could do that. And, and it, is, it is nice being self-employed. It is, it is very enjoyable being self-employed. And uh, I, I, I do much prefer this to any sort of employment. The other part that's weird to me, too, is when people say that, and I understand I, I can get kind of why. Um, I have a job that I like right now that I've had that before. Um, I know it, the, when I was working in shipping, there were times where when I was working in the shipping department of my old job, I really enjoyed it where I would go to work. I'd work eight hours and then I'd, I'd jog home. I usually jogged home from work and then, and then I'd be, you know, I'd watch TV for a few hours and I'd be like, you know what? This is pretty good. I don't mind this. Now there were times that I couldn't stand it, but when I was in that place where I was not too bad with it, it was actually, it actually wasn't bad. It was actually kind of fun. Um, I'm there every day here. Uh, even on my worst day, 
even on my worst day, whether it's it's software messing up on the computer, whether it's it's just, you know, horrible crap going on around the hockey world or there's all kinds of drama, whatever it is. And sometimes it's drama on uh, on Discord and and it, it, it might just be not necessarily related to me, but it's it's getting to me and, and that kind of thing. It's still it's it's not a job that I think, man, if I didn't have this job, it'd be easier. Even like a couple weeks ago when the copyright strike hit, I still this is this is where I'd want to be. Um, I did I did look at that then and say, okay, you need to get a website, you need to diversify some things, you need to get your your podcast going, that kind of thing. But I I really don't have any drive to do anything else. I'm in my 40s. A lot of YouTubers are in their 20s. YouTubers are in their teens. They have all these dreams of being in in media and and you know being on TV and interviewing all the players. I don't have those dreams. My dream is to stand here in front of a whiteboard and talk to you fine people until either for health reasons I can't or for some other unforeseen reason I can't. So that's that's it for me. That's that's done. And again, daily is a necessity because as I said when I've met people at meetups, they've talked to me about that. And I've I've talked to people about you know, uh, going through some 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 tough times, and I've even had a, a couple of instances on Cameo where people have said, "Hey, can you make a video for this guy? They're going through a tough time." So the pep talk thing is is important to me because I know with everything I was going through five years ago and six years ago that those those pep talks so, sometimes were really really important, and they might not be from somebody that I knew in in the real world outside of the internet, but Sometimes it was really nice to get words of encouragement. So I know Paula doesn't watch my videos, but Paula would get a thumbs up from me there because uh, I used to watch her on on YTV uh, when she hosted Vortex for kids that are old for kids old enough to remember Vortex. Paula from Vortex, I'm friends with her, uh, which is is bizarre now. But um, there were times where she would she would give me pep talks, and then when this channel started blowing up, and I was like, I don't I don't know, this is so weird. And she said, Just go with it, just enjoy it, just go with it, just you you know this i'm i'm happy for you that's great for you after all the crap you've dealt with i'm really glad things are going well so you know and and so seeing seeing it from that perspective where somebody i've watched on tv where somebody that i've admired um and and she in in her instance she was she was on tv and then she wasn't and then you know the the tv experience wasn't really fun for her after that and she's she's talked to me about some of the Canadian TV industry stuff and how unfun it really is. She's like, yeah, it looks fun on TV, but, uh, and, and so that's, that's what's kind of put me off of it as well. And, and so, and just sometimes things I hear from people who've dealt with, whether, whether it's Sportsnet, TSN, some of the, some of the horror stories that I've heard about some of that. So it's, it's not always, not always fun and games with that kind of thing, but, uh, just, just to have that experience. And then for her, She's now, she's gone in, she's got, she's, she got her degree. She's a teacher. She's, she's, you know, she's got her, her hubby and her kids and her life's pretty good. She's pretty happy with things. And, and she did that when things threw her for a detour and, and when other people might've have moped and, and complained, she went, well, I'll go be a teacher. And she did that. And she's pretty good at it. At least that's what I hear. All right. Uh, I, I want to say too, uh, before we get to the final note, final final note on this board, and one of the reason there's three logos, uh, I, I will be producing more entertainment guy content. Now, for people who don't like Love Island or Big Brother, they may not be very happy, but I haven't been able to watch the NFL. I, I can't stand here and do NFL power rankings and NFL stuff without having watched it. And I can't do NFL power rankings when we didn't get a preseason 
and and it's it's really all over the place as to where the teams are at right now. And you've got at least with the NFL there were zero positive tests, which is great for hockey fans who want to see a season next year. If the NFL can prevent any kind of illness within its its ranks without a bubble and with with teams playing in all the all the arenas, all the stadiums, I should say. Um, I, I don't see any reason why the NHL can't look at that. And the NHL is looking at that as, as potentially being a template for what they're going to do and, and doing a modified version of that. So that's good news. That's really good news. Um, but yeah, there'll be more TEG content. There'll be NFL videos on there once the hockey season's wound down because we're going to have a couple of months before hockey comes back. So it's going to work out pretty well for me. Where last year, I had to duck out from doing football videos kind of when you, we were in the middle of it because hockey came back and I was like, I'm sorry, I, you know, the, the, the views and the revenue comes from hockey, not football. So the NFL videos will come back then. Uh, it's sort of like baseball. I was, I, I just, I haven't had time to watch. I hear the Jays got absolutely annihilated yesterday. I think, you know, I have to say it was nice of the Blue Jays to lose a game and allow 20 runs just so people would stop talking about the Raptors losing just for that little while. Um, I just I thought that was nice of the Jays to do that, and people didn't think of that as a reason why the Jays would do it. But I I do because they can't be that bad. Anyways, uh, I want to close by because people will ask me. Uh, Vancouver I cheered for since 1982 uh, Stanley Cup Finals. Boston I've cheered for since they got Cam Neely. I already cheered for Ray Bork, and I loved Andy Moog as well. Those were my three of my favorite players when they were all in the same team. I was like yeah, I'll cheer for Boston plus. My father's favorite team was Montreal. My dad and I had a, uh, you know, I can overblow how, how negative the relationship was, but times during my teens, it was hostile. It was bad. And so one easy way, if you've got a father who's kind of, you know, hostile and over the, over the top, one way to really kind of get under their skin is cheer against their favorite team and cheer for their rival. So that was definitely part of it with Boston. And then there was the reality, too, that at the time, Boston was not hated like they are now. So when I started rooting for Boston, there were other people who go, oh, I like the Bruins, too. Yeah, they're, they're a good team. And, and all of the hate that we see now didn't really exist in the late 80s. So I cheered for Boston, not knowing I, I couldn't. And the Minnesota North Stars, who are now the Dallas Stars, 1981. Uh, we're on to the Stanley Cup Final. That was the first playoffs I really followed. Long live Pat Reagan for the Calgary Flames. And uh, it was my favorite goalie at the time. Uh, him and him and uh, uh, Beaupre would take over that job too. But uh, the Minnesota North Stars, and then I met Kevin Maxwell, who played for the North Stars in the playoffs that year, and I got an autographed pennant. Uh, same same style as these, but it was the Islanders, Minnesota North Stars, Stanley Cup Finals pennant, and it had Kevin Maxwell's signature on it. Now I don't have it anymore. It's one of those ones that I thought, man, if I'd still had that from my childhood and it was still in good shape, that would be worth a lot. Not because of Maxwell's signature, no offense to Kevin Maxwell, but because it'd be Islanders, Minnesota, be 40 years old. Um, but yeah, so I I really, in all honesty, I've always found it weird that people get mad that I have more than, more than one favorite team. Boston plays Vancouver twice a year. Boston plays Dallas twice a year. Dallas plays Vancouver three times a year, and that's it. That's, that's, the, that's the number of times that they play against one another. And so it's never been a problem. They, they're they not division rivals. There's never been an issue. It really hasn't been a problem. But, you know, there are fans that will get mad at me for that. I'm, I'm not sure why. 
Uh, the you can't have more than one team. I can, though, because if I only had one team, let's just say, for instance, I only cheered for Vancouver. I said, all right, every, Vancouver, I love Vancouver, everybody else, out of here. Forget it. This would be a Canucks channel. It wouldn't be a hockey channel. And uh, my issue, and I, I think this this sometimes can be the difference, I don't have that tribal, you know, my team or everybody else can 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 go to Hades kind of attitude. And I never have. And I've always tried to make sure that I'm following all of the players. So one thing that has always been sort of, you know, it, it, it drives me crazy. And I know Vegas fans right now get called out on this. I don't think that's necessarily fair. Um, that they'll know players on their team and they don't know players on other teams. It doesn't just happen with the Golden Knights. It happens with a lot of fan bases. It's it's sort of like how, you know, if if a team that, you know, somebody cheers for another team and they're playing against Boston, and, and this is before I had a channel, somebody comes to me and go, so who's this guy on Boston? I'm like, you don't know who that is? Yeah, he had 20 goals this year. He's pretty good. Uh, two-way forward, pretty good player. And they're like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I'd never seen him before. Played for five years. How have you never seen him before? But again, that's the difference between being a hockey fan and being a, a Canucks fan or being a, a fan of Montreal or a fan of Calgary or fan. You, you just follow your team. And so I don't, I've never done that. Uh, when I got, when I was collecting hockey cards as a kid, I treasured the Canucks cards the most, but I wanted the entire set. I wanted to see every player on every team on a hockey card and I wanted to know who everybody was. So when the Canucks went out and got Rick Hines from St. Louis, I was like, I don't know who Rick Hines was. And I looked him up, and, and, and this involved, you had to actually have newspapers back then. You had to have hockey news and all that. And you had to, you had to buy books. There's no internet. And so and by the time I got it all figured, I'm like, I, I don't know, maybe this Rick Hines guy isn't too bad. And then he went back to St. Louis. I was like, well, I all that time was for nothing. But we had Frank Caprice. So, you know, and I've still got the Frank Caprice picture. The Frank Caprice picture is up. I think it's below the line, though, of the jerseys right now. But the Frank Caprice picture is still up. Because when I saw that on eBay, I was like, very few people are going to know who Frank Caprice is. Ironically, Mola May would know who Frank Caprice is, and maybe that's how he stumbled upon my channel. He's like, who's this guy talking hockey? Is that Frank Caprice in the background? Why does he have Frank Caprice? Why isn't it Richard Berder? This i got to listen, because maybe he explains the Frank Caprice picture. Maybe he watches videos going, eventually he's going to explain why he has a picture of Frank Caprice. Still hasn't complained. I'm going to keep watching videos. All right, so there you go. Uh, the explanation for the three teams. I hope I've explained that well. And this is why during the playoffs where, uh, like last last year with St. Louis and Boston, I could still be gracious at the end of it. It was tough during the series, but at the end of it, I said, you know what? Worked out well for St. Louis, and I'm happy for them because St. Louis was a long-suffering fan base. The year before, it was Washington and Vegas. Didn't have an emotional attachment in that series either. Uh, much like if it had been Tampa Bay against Vegas this year, I wouldn't have had an emotional attachment to the series. But, uh, you know, it, it is it is an enjoyable sport to cover, and I'm glad that I have all of you find people out there to watch as I'm covering it. And and in this case, people are listening as well on the, the podcast. So there you go. You go to THGYT.com. It's got all the officials, so the Instagram, the, uh, the, the, the Facebook, the, the Twitter, everything on there. So that you can go, hey, is this a legit hockey guy account? Yeah, yeah, it is, because it's right there. It's on the page. That's part of the reason why I set up the domain. So thank you guys so much uh, for all your support along the way over the last, it's been over four years now. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe if you're browsing your way through. You just happened upon this video. And hey, I will talk to you again soon.
All right, now for people listening to the podcast, I just hit stop. Now I got to check it. I always do this now. I always check it. Great. Yep, that's as much of my voice as I want to hear. That's that's as far as I go checking it. I just hear the all right, and I go, and done. Oh, I got to take the picture, too. Get out of here. Take the picture for the thumbnail. I don't try to look goofy, but it often ends up looking goofy. I don't... See, it's just my face. It's just my face is goofy, and there's nothing I can do about it. It's just a goofy face. I, I don't... I don't intend to do that. It's sort of like I have that resting cranky face. And then I got to check, too. My wife messaged me while I was doing that video, so... Someone suggested a video on the history of teams doing rebuilds. I'm actually going to do something similar to that soon. Soon, soon, soonish. So, upload videos. I don't like that they... I still don't like that YouTube changed the... The upload. They they keep changing the, the UI, the user interface. And I, I don't understand why, other than because guys in, in development have to get paid. So... Yeah. Right now, I gotta title it. I don't know what I'm gonna title it. Uh, uh, one of uh, how do I title this? Um, THG Ramble sounds good. THG Rambles for about what the heck? I forgot to be in there. Ramblies. I don't rambling. You can hear me packing and hunting, can't you? It's the kind of videos too I, I do often for um for Patreon and for members too. Trying to make sure. I do them often enough for my own liking. And I won't count those in my videos. So at like the end of the day, I'll say, well, I've done four videos today. And I won't count like a live stream that took an hour and a half. And I won't count um, a, a video that I did that was unlisted. I won't, maybe I won't even count a, an entertainment guy video that I did earlier on. It, uh, yeah, it's kind of one of those things. Yeah, my Hudobin video is not getting a lot of views, but I don't care. Billy, three down votes already on the Hadova video. All right, well, it's always the same people. I realize this. It's always the same people. Although last night's review got 28 down votes because people didn't like that I wasn't, like, all excited and enthralled with eight shots in 20 minutes. I just wanted it over. It's like, okay, let's get this. Oh, like Mike Milbury somewhere was yelling and screaming about wanting a shootout. I, I guarantee it. Anyways. Thank you guys for, for listening to the podcast and for, for subscribing to the podcast if you have. And uh, I'm going to start doing these more often. So more often means more than, than not doing them. I'm, I'm apologizing straight out for the fact I haven't been doing them. So uh, thank you guys for your support. And uh, we will do this again soon.